You're listening to the 2023 Vespinam News Podcast. I'm Danny Bain. And I'm Melinda Bain. One of the most important names in the contemporary blues and country music in Hungary, also a good friend of mine and fellow musician, Sam Redbreast Wilson is in the studio with us today to tell us about the upcoming blues festival in Vespinam this April. So Sam, it's really we're really happy to have you here. Well, thanks for having me. So, Sam, you were mentioning just a couple minutes ago that uh, this blues festival is going to be something really special in Hungary. Uh, different kinds of guests and a different kind of blues, maybe than we've seen in, than is traditionally from Hungary. Um, absolutely. So, I, I do believe that uh, that, that we, we can talk about the uh, uh, kind of history of blues in Hungary, which was a uh, well, it's it's about a 40 years now, maybe, or some, or even more. So, you know, in the 70s, it started out with uh, with the more uh, rock and roll based uh, blues music, or, 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 I, or I should say that it was rock music inspired by blues. Can you tell us some of the musicians who were uh, doing this? Hobo Blues Band and, mm-hmm. and Dag Beal. So th- they, they are essentially rock bands. And, and people really believed back in the day and still today uh, that they are true um, traditional blues musicians, which is not true and it's not a... Uh, um, not that there's anything not, wrong not, not with the, that. Not, not, it's not about merits, it's just a different genre. And uh, and then in the 90s, it's, you know, after the fall of the wall, uh, the traditional blues music came in uh, American musicians came to to the um, eastern part of Europe, and uh, and it really uh, started a kind of blues revival in in Hungary too. So in the nineties, with the Muddy Shoes band, it started really traditional, really authentic uh, blues scene in Hungary, and uh, and this is why it's kind of interesting that this blues festival is happening. Because this is the biggest uh, blues festival in Hungary since ever, so it's gonna be fun. Um, so I, Melinda's here too. She hasn't spoken yet, but uh, yes, I'm but here. <laughs> I, I'm wondering. Both of you grew up in Budapest in the '90s. Do you remember either of you, Sam or Melinda, your first experience hearing the blues, and what you thought blues was when you when you first heard it? I was a little older when I heard blues the first time. It was in the Valley of Arts, or actually, no, it was in my high school. But uh, so my my physics teacher was a blues musician. So mm-hmm. I went to his uh, concerts in the school, in pubs, and in the Valley of Arts also. Uh, he was one of the first Hungarian blues musicians that I heard also. He was <laughs> singing Tom Waits. Yes. Uh, at the Valley of the Arts. So, and Sam, what about what about you? Growing up here, I also uh, listened to the the aforementioned uh, artists like Hobo, and and I and I really liked them, really liked him. Um, but I didn't consider him as as blues music or, or his music as blues music. It, it wasn't a question. He was a uh, phenomenon. And and then way later, so when I was seventeen or eighteen, and uh, I started to listen to Tom Waits, uh, that's how I got to a uh, 
Tom Waits tribute uh, concert, Brain Dogs uh-huh. concert, which is uh, which was organized by uh, Peter Podlovich, also the organizer and the promoter of the West Brain Blues and, Festival, and also I guess starring Ian Seagull, I guess that's true. That's true, and uh, and that's how I started to uh, to find blues acts here in Hungary, but mostly. Uh, uh, foreigners who were brought here by by Peter. So uh, we talked about Ian Siegel in the last episode, and uh, I mean we could we could say a lot. I know you're a big fan of his too, but let's try to give some promotion to some of the other uh, musicians. Are there any acts that you're looking forward to at the Festival Blues Festival? Absolutely. So. Uh, there are many, many uh, interesting and exciting um, acts on on, on on the list. And uh, for, first of all, I, I would talk about about the youngsters. Uh, so, so the new newer acts, because it is really it's really good to see that that uh, uh, there are contemporaries or even younger fellows uh, still play blues and still play good music and they uh, are like popular. you guys <laughs> <laughs> i think we're we are still considered youngsters in the in the I, blues I, I, world I, I definitely think. i definitely <laughs> consider myself as a, as a young person uh, <laughs> but, but, but for instance here's um buffalo nichols maybe is the hottest act right now in and the blues scene he's from houston texas mm-hmm. and uh he r- represents the the very traditional uh, uh, acoustic blues with a with a twist on it, with a songwriter singer songwriter twist on it. So it, it's really really good, really exciting. I know this uh, singer songwriter issue is a reason why you switched from the blues genre to country music. Could you tell us something about that? Uh, yeah, that, that that was a challenge for me. What what I couldn't do, and uh, and it seems like Buffalo Nichols can do uh, that. He could use, or he can use, uh, the blues language as his own language, and and that was my problem. That that uh, uh, in. The, the, the blues, the language of the blues music is is very strict, very traditional, and 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 after a while, I didn't find myself in it, and I wanted to be more personal. I wanted to have my own voice, and that that's why I, I felt the need to to switch to this country and songwriting stuff. Well, you can hear. Redbreast Wilson at the Vespering Blues Festival on April 13th at the Papier Kutya. Uh, Buffalo Nichols, I'll just check it here in a second. Or Melinda, maybe you can tell us when Buffalo Nichols will be there. I, I don't know, unfortunately. I mean, me neither, uh, I've got it right here. You can hear him April 13th and 14th, first at Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and the, on the 14th at the Ray Charles Ballroom.